You're listening to Sips of Sanity, your toolkit for emotional and intuitive intelligence, or what we like to call the dirty work. Let's do it. Karen, I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. This is July Sips of Sanity, and we're talking about one of my most favorite topics, which is productivity. Right. Uh, This is something that our patrons over on patreon.com had requested from us. It seemed to pique their interest. So we thought, let's give it to them right away. Because if productivity is something that you feel you are hurting at, then uh, life can get pretty difficult. No kidding. Yeah. So um, the first thing that I wanted to do is start by uh, defining productivity. And very simply, it is the management of time, energy, and attention. So when you are managing those three things properly, they all converge at the center to create productivity. Mm. Love it. Yeah. And and I think too, it's worth noting that with productivity, you have more ease in your life, in your day-to-day experience. I, I think that's good because a lot of people think, oh my God, more productivity. What? Add to my plate? Give me more stress? And you're saying the very opposite. Mm-hmm. You're saying that when you are productive, you are less stressed. Yeah, you you move with more ease from task to task, thing to thing, etc. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think people forget that we can define productivity differently in the morning versus the afternoon. We can define it differently today than we do tomorrow in the sense of what we're hoping to achieve. It's always going to be the management of the three things that we just talked about, but what you're looking to achieve in the day may be completely different. And if I have 17 things on my list to do today and only three things on a Saturday, Saturday can be just as productive if I am moving about uh, energetically in a way where I enjoy each of the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Just di- as you said, Kelly, just different types of productivity. Mm-hmm. And I, I like it because you're, you're, go- you're teaching some people here to change a mindset around what they think it even means. Yeah. It seems as though many people think that productivity is doing lots of stuff, doing lots of things, getting many things done. Or doing it while you feel highly stressed. If I feel stressed out, then I feel that I'm being productive. If there's no stress and it feels easy to get it done, I mustn't be very productive. I should work harder to create more stress for myself. Right. And the the total definition completely debunks that concept of what Mm -hmm. productivity is. If you're managing time energy, which we're talking about heavily right now, and your attention while you're in the task, then stress doesn't even have to be a fucking factor. Yeah. Yeah. Good? Love it. Okay. So the first thing, you know, it's going to be hopefully what feels like a lighter week for many of our patrons. (laughs) Um, There's many things that I want to cover in each of the shows, but I want to do it in a way where people feel like, okay, I can digest that. Because oftentimes we do really hard hitting topics where... We encourage them to use the pause button frequently. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know that people are going to need that this week, and I think that's a lot of fun. Before you jump in, I want to speak to the people who are retired. Yeah. Who might think, 
Yeah, I don't need to listen to this. Oh, no, please do. I don't have to be productive anymore. I'm retired. Those days are behind me. And it's like, no, no, you you are still being a productive person in your home, in relationships, within your own thoughts or your own desires and what you want to get done day to day, week to week, little chores, whatever projects you're picking up. There are different things to learn around productivity at all stages. Yes, which is a great segue into also addressing the people who are looking at imminent retirement, mm. where that thought might actually really frighten them because if I don't feel productive, where do I feel my worth? Yeah. So sit tight. Let's talk about some different ways that you can be more productive in your day-to-day experience, whether it's at work and as you mentioned, in your home, in your relationships, uh, so that we can create more of a sense of ease for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first one, it's so simple. It makes me so happy because I'm a stationary whore. Write it down. (laughs) Write it down. Whatever you believe you need to get done, the first rule of thumb is write it down. When you get it on paper, it gets you out of your head which means that memory is not something that can keep you from productivity. Mm. If it's on paper, if it's in your notebook, if it's on a tablet, wherever it is that you feel is most accessible to you, Mm. that is so important to help keep you organized so that you are not increasing your stress unnecessarily. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. And and I like the fact that there are different options for different things. So you might find that a post-it note on the fridge just for one particular thing is cool, appropriate, versus having an agenda or a calendar or one of the trackers to be able to say, I'm putting it on that and it's something that's consistent. But that's down at my desk. So it's also trying to figure out where you actually put these things that also matters. Yeah. Combined with one of the words that you just said that's so important is your choice for consistency. Oh, good. So if we use different examples, you're talking about within your home. So if it's a to-do list for the family, for the house, for Mm -hmm. errands, et cetera, have a consistent place where you keep your to-do list that you know you'll visit on a regular basis to refer to. Mm -hmm. If you're someone who has an office or who is still in the workforce, whether you have an office or not, maybe you're mobile, have a consistent space where you know that's everything I need to know about what's getting done this day, this week, this month, et cetera. So before I move on, I want to say to people, sit tight. We're going to instruct you on what to do with that to-do list in another show. Okay. Yeah. But the very first thing is write it down. So if people don't follow us into Patreon for the rest of this series, Mm -hmm. then no sweat. You're going to get three little tools here today that will at least get you going. And if you make your to-do list, keep them in the same place, then you're on your way to doing something good and productive. Oh, that's lovely. Okay. The next thing that I wanted to talk about is starting each day with a win. This is something where it could be so incredibly simple that has nothing to do with the to-do list that we just talked about, but it sets forward a momentum for your day of productivity. So you can decide what that win is. And I know for myself, I've started my day with um, a fistful of vegetables. 
Now, that sounds funny because it's like you're waking up and just shoving a fistful of vegetables in your face, but you can decide, like, I'm going to make sure that the first thing that I do today is eat something really healthy, and then as I move forward into my day with some of these other tools, I've already ticked something off that makes me feel like the kind of person I want to be, which is productive. Right. So if you're trying to eat well, if you're on a diet, or if you're just trying to have good nutrition, you're saying do something productive towards that end. Yeah. And I'll add in as well, or as another option, if I'm not dieting or necessarily trying to eat well overall, I might just want brain power for the morning. Right. That might be the extent of my thinking is that, holy fuck, I have to get myself to work today and function. I'm going to eat a vegetable. It can just be something simple like that. The point being, you're doing something that contributes to the type of person that you want to be. I think I finally understand why people get up and run in the morning. Okay. I like half understand. I don't think I'll ever fully understand. Well, if I'm thinking about what you said about that they're trying to be productive and they're trying to do what you're saying, then I get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, getting up and doing just even a two or three kilometer run, if that's what you can squeeze in. I feel productive when I get up in the morning and do yoga and stretch because Mm -hmm. that's towards one of the goals as to how I want to feel during the day and the things I want done during the day. Mm -hmm. So this can be something that you choose that's very simple. Maybe it's already something that you're doing, but you just start identifying with it as a win to start your day. Mm -hmm. That's a very empowering thought. It can also be something brand new. If you've got through almost a year and a half of COVID and you notice like many of us that your oral hygiene has gone down the shitter, maybe you start with brushing your teeth in the morning. Right? And you're like, I'm a good human. I will remind you of that. (laughs) Please do. And I will say to you, how's your productivity in oral hygiene coming along? (laughs) Point being, start with a win. Yeah. This can be dropping out of bed and doing five push-ups, right? It doesn't have to take a long time. It certainly doesn't have to cost you money. You may not even have to leave your bed to start with a win. Mm -hmm. I like how you're just asking people to reframe even some of the things that they already are doing to see them as being productive Mm -hmm. and that your mindset then goes right into that mode. And I know that if I get up and I start my day like that, I'm more likely to stay on track. You got it. And that's what we want to facilitate. Yeah. And then it becomes such a good feeling to start your day that way and end your day that way that it's just, you just, uh, it's just contagious. (laughs) That's a good word for Mm -hmm. it. So the next thing that I want to mention is actually not a to-do, it's a reflection. This is to become aware over the next couple weeks, once you listen to this show, of what your peak biological hours are for productivity. And they may look different for the two of us. Mm -hmm. I know for myself, my peak hours look different depending on the seasons Mm. and where the sun is. So to spend time really getting in tune with your own body, your own energy, your own level of focus not respective of the task itself, but just your natural rhythms Mm -hmm. to know when do I have the most amount of energy so that I can give really big attention to something that might be hard to do. That's fantastic. This helps us later on as we get into some other tools, know how to structure the tasks in our day that are on that to-do list that we wrote down. Okay. I was just going to jump ahead into that. I see where you're going and I will not do it. That's so kind. I rarely stop myself from jumping ahead when you're in charge. I will return the favor one day. 
I'm not going to hold you to that Please because don't. I don't think you're going to. I'll just brush my teeth. <laughs> so peak biological hours. Deals. <laughs> peak biological hours are something that's really important. And as I mentioned, they may change. I say that in particular so that you understand that when the fall rolls around and we start to lose light... Yeah. Why get hard on yourself yeah. about not being a productive human if all you have to do is reflect and go, hmm, I seem to be more productive two hours later in the day, same duration of time, just later on. Mm-hmm. How can I adjust? Yeah. So Kelly, when you say biological, does that also pertain to <laughs> that as I'm aging? <laughs> mm, yes, keep going. Okay. That even I noticed 10 years ago, that when I turned 50, I was still working till 11 o'clock at night. And some of my peak hours came between 9 and 11 and PM. PM. Mm-hmm. And I got this surge of energy around 9 o'clock at night to go back down to my desk and start really researching things for podcasts and stuff. It was fantastic. I felt super creative. And I've noticed since I'm, you know, coming right towards 60 now that I'm sound asleep at 9.30 at night, and I've lost those two hours. So now you're referring, but I'm up earlier in the morning. I was just going to say, but then what happened? Oh my God. I, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning, and it's like, what the frig is this? Mm-hmm. And I want to stay in bed, but I can't go back to sleep. Yeah. So the two hours, so you're, that's still what you're referring to as biological. Yeah, and okay. so what you're talking about... I'm not going to pick on you. I'm just going to illustrate this. What you're talking about is resisting what may actually be now your peak hours. Instead of actually embracing it and thinking, okay, I'm not a bad sleeper. My system has shifted. And so let's take advantage of this and I'll sleep when I'm tired because I can. I love it. So this morning when you texted at 5.30 and said the dogs got you up, you're coming over. And I said, no, you're not. (laughs) You should have got up. I should have got up and had you and the dogs come over. Noted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And actually, um, I know people who are getting older and older who will say, you know, they're in bed around 7, 30, 8 o'clock and they're sleeping for four or five hours. And then they're getting up for two hours at a time in the dead of night or the very early morning, oh, however you want to word it. Yeah. And they're actually getting getting up and doing activities, engaging yeah. in things that are stimulating because they're wide awake. Right. And rather than fight it, thinking they're not productively sleeping, yeah. they're embracing a different kind of productivity and then just letting the natural rhythms take their course. Lovely. Now, I said three things. I'm going to jam in one more, and I'm not going to talk too much about it because this is going to come in, July, in uh, our August, pardon me. Hydrate. This is one of the biggest things that you can do for your productivity is stay hydrated. Mm. Your body needs the water. Your brain needs the water. If you are dehydrated, you will notice your fatigue levels. Mm -hmm. And you may chalk it up to not sleeping well. You may chalk it up to lots on your plate. You may chalk it up to the stress in your life. And those things still might be true, but you can do a lot for yourself by simply hydrating. Awesome. That's simple and clean. I love it. And it's a good reminder to me because I can have days where I hydrate properly and days where I don't. Do you feel like we're doing this show for you? Kind of. Okay. (laughs) Does it look like that? A little bit. (laughs) Then welcome to my show. It's good. (laughs) 
Well, you know what? I really like that because oftentimes you run this show yeah. uh, and I kind of just follow yeah. and, and jump in. I love how you're showing up today because what you're allowing others to do by listening is show up with your own humility mm-hmm. to go, okay, I could do better. Yes. I could do better getting up at 5.30 and enjoying those hours. I could do better by regularly hydrating and sticking to my tracker, which is what I tell them to do. Yes, true. (laughs) Okay, so I want to say something just before we end today's show. Sure. Um, You know, the rest of the four shows are found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. If you are joining today and you're not planning on joining the Patreon shows later this week, I am going to recommend that you read the book, The Productivity Project by Chris Bailey. This is something that will help you tremendously, although a month's subscription of Patreon is cheaper than the book itself. But this is a fantastic reference book. I will also encourage Atomic Habits by James Clear. Those are two fantastic books if you are looking to help yourself and work through things. Lovely. Okay. Now, for everyone else, though, I'm looking forward to the rest of the week. Yes, me too. Thanks for listening to Sips of Sanity. Catch the full monthly series on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo.